You're listening to Around Comics, episode 109. topics in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neesman. I'm joined, as always, by the co-host of the show, Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello. It's very lonely in here. It's a little, it, there's an echo. Uh, yeah, it's a little quiet. It is, it is a round table of two this week. Uh, yes, our, our, just uh, us. Our other co-host, Mr. Tom Caters, is uh, taking the week off. And uh, then our, our semi-regular guest, Mr. Scotty Young, is down in North Carolina for the Heroes Con. So it's just you and me, buddy. Yep. Just us men. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a beer. But uh, that's okay. It'll uh, be a different uh, change of pace for us. Uh, before we get too deep into the episode, I want to let you know that this episode of Around Comics is sponsored by Borders. To help mice thrive in a world filled with harsh conditions and predatory attacks, the Mouse Guard was formed. In this first volume, Saxon, Kenzie, and Liam are dispatched to find a missing merchant mouse that never arrived at his destination. In doing so, they stumble upon much more than they had bargained for. Get your copy of David Peterson's breakthrough series, Mouse Guard, at your local Borders. Borders is your home for the newest graphic novels, manga, and more. Find a store near you at borderstores.com. I believe we're going to be talking with uh, David Peterson, is that next week? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it is the, next week. That's uh, the, the new superstar of comics, so we the, uh, talk with him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I haven't really heard much from him. I mean, I know he did a few podcasts and stuff, but uh, I'm very interested to talk to him. I have to... Go back and reread all the Mouse Guard. Mm-hmm. I did buy the uh, the hardcover, so That's good stuff. I'm gonna check it out, and then we'll pick his brain about mice and swords and big crap. <laughs> what was the what was the Tom uh... Claymores? Yeah, that was it. Claymores, yeah, <laughs> mice with tiny claymores. claymores and stuff like that. Oh, I remind everyone that Around Comics is recorded every Friday at seven o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. It's located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you. All right, this is one of our regular news and reviews episodes. So that means it is time for Wire to Wire Comic Book News. Wire to Wire Comic Book News. All right, it is uh, officially con season. It's, yeah, uh, fr- they're gearing up. Everything's rolling out. Yeah, it's a uh, Friday that we're recording this. Um, uh, hopefully Monday that you're listening to it. And uh, all day at work, we we're getting little con reports and updates. Scotty, of- Scotty called me yesterday <laughs> from his hotel room, bored. <laughs> I'm like, "What are you doing? Nothing. There's nothing to do here." 
I talked to Rick Remender. <laughs> I did not was, ask him what he was, was, was in an airport in Las Vegas <laughs> on his way. Yeah, I heard so. Rick and Tony got a little uh, some airline travel going down there. Well, it's, yeah, I think I think Rick was uh, delayed getting to to North Carolina. Oh, so I'll never say, good. Yeah, he's you know playing slots in the Vegas airport. Nice. Well, that's all right. If you're gonna get stuck somewhere, <laughs> Vegas is the place to be stuck. Hey, you there know? you go. There you go. But uh, yeah, some of the uh, the most exciting news, and this was announced uh, duly for those that that don't know. This uh, this past weekend was Wizard World. World Philly and Heroes Con. Yes. So two big conventions kind of Technically competing. they're going on right now as we speak. <laughs> yes. But by the time you hear this they're, it's all over. It's done. all done. Forget it. Yeah, absolutely. Don't but, even uh, bother thinking about it. <laughs> Announce a dually at uh, both conventions is the news like about Dula uh, Dent? the the Dula Dent. I'm sure there was some Dula dead. Dent news. Mm. Both Dan DiDio and Bob Wayne announced that Mark Wade is returning to the Flash. It took two of them to announce that. Uh, one announced in oh, Philly, and one announced in. Those See, tricky sure devils. Everybody knows. Uh, and uh, another interesting. Thing I wonder if like the, the Bob Wayne crowd. Sorry, not to get off too far, but I wonder if the Bob Wayne crowd were wishing they were at the Dan DiDio. You know, wishing they had Dan DiDio instead of Bob Wayne. You know what they should have Vice done. versa. We don't know what they could have done. Uh, Skype them. Yeah, he could have played Dan DiDio. They should have done Yeah, Playing the role of Dan DiDio. John Centris. But, uh, yeah, Mark Wade is coming back to The Flash. Uh, I wish Tom was here to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, another interesting thing is that The Flash is going back to its old numbering system. The, uh, the all-new Flash with uh, Bart. Well, they're, they're, yeah, gonna, they're going away from mm-hmm. Flash, the fan, fastest man alive, going back to The, the Flash. Flash. With uh, issue 231. Is that, uh, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, the series ended in uh, with 2.30 back in 06. And I think, you know, in this issue, uh, The Fastest Man Alive 13 comes out this coming Wednesday. So there's already a lot of speculation that there's going to be uh, a huge change in the book. And, and I think some of that speculation Wally. is that Wally's coming back. Or Barry. Or both. Maybe it's both. Uh, I don't think you're going to see Barry come back. I can see Wally come back. That That's my feeling on it. I, um, I don't know. I... Think they'll throw us a curveball and bring Wally, Barry back? Well, did Wally have such a big following that it would matter one way or the other? You know what it's I mean? Been it's a flash like, for like twenty years. Yeah, I suppose so. Mo- most comic fans know Wally. I, I, th- I think they associate the character with Wally. I associate the character with Wally. With Wally. Yeah, they are doing a. Um, uh, <coughs> in September, they're going to release a special issue called All Flash Number One. Mm-hmm. That's going to be written by Wade and then uh, a bunch of different artists on that. Um, but yeah, this is you know I know because um, Tom immediately on the forum when this <laughs> news was announced he he kind of piped in and I know he was a little disappointed because he was kind of excited to see what Guggenheim was going to do. Yeah, I'm a little bummed about that. And and not that he doesn't like Mark Wade, um, but that you know Wade wrote it for eight years. He's kind of been there, done that. And it's like yeah. you know how many new stories he's going to have. It, it, he he had his shot with the character, and it'd be interesting to see what Guggenheim could have done in an extended. Yeah. I thought Guggenheim's you know in the short you know work that he's done on it, I thought it was really good. He kind of write it not not to not to shortchange <laughs> Bilson DeMeo, but Guggenheim really righted the ship, and and a lot of people railed on Bilson and DeMeo, but I think they were they were. Given a really hard book to take over, the, I think the, where they went. Mm, I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to attack book. them. I but I yeah, it was, it was not a good. It was not very well done. What for whoever whoever was involved with it, they failed. Yeah, whether it was editorial, whether it was the writers, and it, I think artistically, Guggenheim has it, righted the ship. It, yeah, it's a good absolutely. Now. And 
I personally am, am, am a little disappointed. I'm not a huge Mark Wade fan. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? Not that I dislike his stuff, but I was not that big a fan of his Flash run. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of a lot of his other stuff. It's it's the Flash stuff that I'm kind of going back and reading. I, I in the last couple years, I've really developed a whole new respect for Wade and what he's able to do. It's mm-hmm. you just kind of hear. Not other. that he's bad. I just my personal taste is all. I, I would have rather seen Guggenheim stay on it and 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 see where it goes from yeah, there. Yeah, Guggenheim is uh, you know I, he's I getting talk, screwed, man. I talk Blade, about Blade all Blade's the time. canceled. Mm-hmm. Now he's getting kicked off of Flash. This guy's going to be out of work here soon. He's going to have to go back to TV and. Don't like, yeah. the, why would they? <laughs> He's gonna have to go slum back in Hollywood, yeah, exactly. right? For TV. Well, uh, it's just weird. You got a guy who's. I mean, I think he's done some pretty damn good work in comics. Oh yeah. And his books keep getting crapped on. You know what I mean? It's like you know it happens with a lot of good writers early in their career. Hey, yeah, maybe. Star, stars and stripes. You know, mm. it it happened with Johns. It's you know uh, Bendis' early stuff. You know, it. it I suppose uh, this is a, this is a story. There's that always fan fiction, Mark. <laughs> I, I think Mark will be okay. <laughs> you know, in, in the great the great movies uh, of comics history, there's one that usually gets gets forgotten about and very rarely gets talked about. Howard the Duck, Toxic Avenger. Oh, <laughs> well, it's not a comic book movie. I, I totally regard it as a comic book movie. Well, he is sort of like a superhero, but there was never a comic book of the Toxic Avenger until now. Until now. There is going to be one. Yeah, it's coming from around the corner. Oh, there was, it, a, Marvel- oh, there was a movie adaptation of it yeah. at one time Mar- Marvel did? Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I'm completely wrong. I'm just, you know. Damn me. Big well, anyway, there's a new one. Avenger with the mob. A, He's um, mob of justice. Yeah, the trauma guys. <laughs> you know, that's an interesting. That guy is an interesting dude. It's like he's just continued to pump out work. Trauma. Yeah, trauma. Uh, I uh, and and it's pretty amazing that it, he's been as successful as he has. Considering, I mean, and I like the trauma stuff. It's funny. It's you know, it's just irreverent and stupid. And um, but. I mean, he's been doing this a long time. But anyway, back to the story. Um, Devil's Do's doing a, a, a trauma, um, trauma book called uh, Lloyd Kaufman Presents the Toxic Avenger and Other Traumatic Tales. Um, Tim Seeley's obviously involved. I was going to say, we know half the people. Yeah, that are Sean McKeever, Jeremy Hahn, Emily Stone. And the other thing is uh, our, our friend Chris Crank, his first published work. He's got a story he wrote really? uh, in there. Um, I can't think of the name. I don't have it written down in front of me, but it's something like uh, Zombie Grandma versus Babies with Chainsaws or something like that. It something sounds cr- very crank. Yeah, crank, very crank. Good for him. Um, so of the crank cast. I wanted to mention that, so go out and buy that if for nothing else for uh, for Tim and, and Chris and because we like them. Absolutely. Oh, and Sean and Jeremy Hahn. Yeah, all those I don't guys. know Emily Stone, but everybody else. There. Talks, yeah. talks highly. Yeah, of, great of folks. All right, this is this is one that, that you wanted to talk about. <laughs> it is. I don't know if I want to talk about. Well, <laughs> Jesse kinda, and yeah. D. Snyder on Fangoria's Strange Land Seven Sins. <laughs> I uh, actually, I don't know if you've ever seen Strange Land, the horror film by D. Snyder. He wrote and directed it and starred in it. It's actually a, a pretty decent, like low budget horror film. Okay. It's not bad. I mean, there's way worse horror films than Strangeland that ever came out. Um, For all the kids out there, do we need to explain who D. Snyder is? Yeah, probably. Do we need to talk about <laughs> Twisted Sister? I don't, I don't want to talk about <laughs> Twisted Sister, but uh, 
Google, Google Twisted Snyder. Yeah, D. Snyder. A- anyone in their thirties, uh, D. Snyder is a is a uh, a cornerstone of your of <laughs> exactly. your junior high oh, and high God. school life. My buddy had the poster, the poster, the poster uh, of of them on his uh, bedroom door, which I thought was kind of strange, but. Oh. I don't know. I, I was never a big uh, Twisted Sister fan, but I am a D. Snyder fan for some reason. <laughs> it works that way. Um, but they're doing a comic book. Uh, him and his son, who I guess is a big comic book fan, uh, much like I guess. You know what's it, funny? It, what, what's funny is that D. Snyder was always kind of like the white version of Gene Simmons, and now <laughs> yeah. and now D. Snyder He's and his following. son are kind of doing. Well, then you get like Gene Nick, Simmons and Nicholas, his son Nicholas Cage and his son, mm-hmm. uh, and. And they just keep coming out of the woodwork. I don't know, but I think honestly, out of that, out of the so far, the the people that have been announced, I I I think uh, Gene Simmons' kids probably got the best uh, handle on it. I I think he's pretty talented. He seems to yeah, be he seems pretty bright, and and I know he's a, a big comic book guy. He is so sure, and that stuff is all coming out from uh, from IDW. We shall see. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into some more uh, convention news. This is coming from the Mondo Marvel panel Ooh. in Philadelphia. That's where it seems like Marvel Mondo, has has a pretty big presence Mondo. out in Philly. There's a uh, a new series from Roberto Aguirre, Sarcassa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when we, when we start that over, Sarcassa? there's a. Uh, there's a new Angel series coming out. Not Angel from uh, from Buffy, but Angel from the X-Men. It's called Angel Revelations. It's going to be a five-issue miniseries about uh, Warren Worthington. So all the Angel fans, few and far between out there, check that out. Uh, uh, I think the, the big news right now is that Marvel is bringing Marvel Comics Presents back and they are doing it as what looks to be a pretty interesting 32 page anthology setup. There's going to be a, a monthly book that is going to uh, retail for 3.99 which immediately kind of turned me off until I saw the format and that is uh, each issue is going to have four 8 page stories including two serial stories that will run for 12 issues apiece along with two 8 pagers uh, mostly standard Alone, but some will also continue in shorter serial arcs. I'm actually uh, looking forward to that. I think that'll be kind of cool. Sounds like an idea a certain uh, fellow podcaster of mine had uh, several uh, months ago. You've been talking about a serialized <laughs> anthology like that for a long time. Yeah. I'm not I, saying I it's your idea. No, no. But you, you've been um, looking for something like that. Yeah, I just think it makes sense. It's like it's an easier way to introduce different mm-hmm. stories, different characters, different talents. In in a format that I don't, you know, I know everybody says anthologies don't work, but a Marvel anthology will sell. Will sell. I, get, I mean, it I may not four, sell a hundred thousand. I get four stories, right? For four bucks. For four bucks, and yeah, if I, think, I like three of them, bang, I'm yeah, happy. I don't see. I mean, I know people don't like anthologies, but the the trick with anthologies is the quality. You have to keep consistent quality because that's what always happens with anthologies is like you may have one or two good stories and then the rest of them are crap. Yep. Or the art is cra- you know not very good on a couple. Marvel has a huge talent pool. I mean they have, you know, tons of people that can write short stories and and draw them and throw stuff in there and they can do it, you know, in a monthly uh, system where I you know I I wouldn't even mind seeing like some reprinted stuff from years ago, you know, but not too much. No, not, not too much. much. You don't want to buy a brand new book that's all reprints. But if you threw in, you know, every other month this or something, week with the uh, classic Avengers, yeah, and that honestly didn't bother me too much. I mean, 
as long as you know that going in. Mm-hmm. What I like about this, this is this is a smart move from from Marvel. You know, I still I hate the four dollar price point, but I understand. I would almost like to see a lower paper quality. Right, and that, we, yeah. that's been talked ad nauseum um, on the internet. But I do like the fact that they're kind of. If not pioneering this, they're the first of the big two to do it. And Marvel is kind of what I've seen is is they've been kind of more of a Me Too publisher in the last year. They seem to be kind of like following what DC is doing in, in some of their stuff. And, and I only bring that up in that we've all been speculating that Marvel is going to do a weekly comic book and news about that came down today as mm-hmm. well. It's not exactly a weekly comic book, but it's darn close and that is they're revamping the Spider-Man line and they yeah. are they're they're canceling Sensational, they're canceling Friendly Neighborhood and Amazing, Amazing. Spider-Man is now going to be three, a, times, a three a times a month. So. Yeah, I don't know how this is all going to work. I read the interview uh, they had with uh, Dave, uh, or not Dave, uh, Dave Wacker. Yeah, I was going to say Dave <laughs> yeah. Wacker. Steve Wacker mm-hmm. uh, of DC. He was the editor from DC 52, 52 yeah. that Marvel kind of snatched away from that, 52. That's what started a lot of the speculation is that, right. is that Marvel hires away the guy that is editing DC's weekly, weekly book. book. It's like, oh, Marvel's going to do a weekly book. So I know it's going to be three different sets of creators, three different writers, three different artists pairing up on each <laughs> issue. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it's going to be like a continual story every week or if it's going to be, or if it's not, it doesn't make sense to me. If it's not, then why do it? What I, what I've seen from the initial chat that Wacker had on uh, on Newsarama was um, that the three books will be connected. That the stories in each one will be able to stand on their own for the most part, but there will be an over. Wapping or overarching storyline, and, and it, you know, I mean, it's it's it just it, seems kind of all price driven. It's all market. No, I know driven. they're trying to get yeah, people that don't buy amazing or don't buy sensational or don't buy spe- mm-hmm. or whatever the hell the other one is Actually, friendly neighborhood what, to to buy it every week. You know, you say you're buying three books, but I mean, Mark. if if you're going to have the same three creators or the same you know sets of creators every week. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to buy the first week. I'm not going to buy the second or third. I'm going to buy the second week. You know that's what's going to eventually. Sure. Initially, you're going to see a bump in sales. You'll have people that will try it out. but And then it will fall into a routine. It's like you're going to have, basically, you're going to have amazing. You're going to have sensa- sensational. You're going to have friendly. They're just not going to be called that. Yeah. They're all going to be called amazing. And let's, let's get the retailer perspective, uh, Mark. Uh, the retailer <laughs> perspective. <sighs> Uh, you have uh, you have the three Spider-Man titles right now, and mm-hmm. do you have do you have folks that only buy Sensational or only buy Friendly Neighborhood? But a lot of those folks buy Amazing as kind of the main one. Pretty much all of them buy Amazing, and then some of them buy Sensational, some of them buy Friendly. Right. Yeah. Amazing yes. seems to be Amazing is definitely the like so, three, so, three to one choice. So do you think people will now buy? Th- it three times a month because it's called amazing, but oh yeah, <laughs> M- Mark has this so, big grin on his face. He can't wait. He, he's just like <laughs> oh yeah, oh sure. sure. Th- th- this will be the this will be the first time that you said anything nice about Marvel all year. You know, I usually get about seventy to a hundred amazing Spider-Mans compared to friendly. I get maybe thirty. Right. Sensational, maybe forty. You know, 
and to have both of those titles go to 70 to 100, I'm okay with this. <laughs> Very seldom will I say Marvel is doing a good thing for us. So the fans just won't, it won't, just I, because I it says amazing, it's, it's, they'll, they'll, they'll just buy it. They'll be happy. Because they figure a it's a weekly book. Three times a month, yeah. Uh, the Ultimate Universe has uh, got some stuff going on. Uh, the Ultimate Silver Surfer and Ultimate Fantastic Four, uh, Ultimate Power, and the upcoming Death of a Goblin story in Ultimate Ultimate Spider-Man, and uh, they're bringing some Sentinels into Ultimate X-Men, so um, everything's getting ultimized. Uh, we got some Iron Man news. Uh, Iron Man Enter the Mandarin by Joe Casey and Eric uh, Kennedy. It's uh, going to be coming in September, and it is uh, in the vein of Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It's about Iron Man's first battle with Arch Enemy, the Mandarin. And uh, if you're reading uh, Iron Man right now, there's a really good Mandarin storyline going on. I, 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 not a whole lot of people are paying attention to that series. I like it. I, I like yeah, you've it. talked about it a couple times how you like it. I, I haven't really gotten into it. But. I'm kind of a espionage, conspiracy, military You're nut. You're kind of paranoid, aren't you? I am a little paranoid, <laughs> absolutely. Where's your other hand? Um, <laughs> In my pants. <laughs> got some uh, some updates on The Young Avengers. That's been uh, a series that, that started off great and just kind of kind of faded away and it has to do largely with the creative team and uh and that of course being with uh with Alan Heinberg and Jim Chung uh their availability has been spotty but uh, apparently we're going to see some uh, some more young avengers in early 2008 so fans of that series and I know there's a lot of them out there yeah was, it was a that, good series it, it was it started out great and I'm bummed that it's kind of around disappeared anymore. yeah i like those characters i i thought it was a a neat new cast of characters for sure. Marvel to introduce, which doesn't happen that often. Uh, but they did they did tease that we're going to see uh, stature in, uh, in an upcoming issue of Miss Marvel. So they're going to sprinkle those young Avenger characters throughout the yeah, Marvel. Yeah, they're certainly going to be around. It's just a matter of... It Will they be back in in uh, their own book, or, or what's going to happen with them? But I thought this news was uh, interesting, and for our show uh, in particular, the question was asked: How long Scotty Young will remain on the new X Men? And uh, editor, actually, he's not an editor anymore, but uh, CB CB Sabluski was on this panel. And he said uh, he's got a, a few more issues on New X-Men, and then we've got some plans for him uh, after that. Well, that's, I mean, uh, kind of sad in one regard. I thought, uh, I thought, um, I know Scotty was enjoying his, his X-Fame. <laughs> <laughs> the, the X-Effect, yeah, as he called it. Uh, and I thought he was really good on that book. So he still kinda, is, and he's going to be on it for uh, Yeah, he'll for, be on for it. Us, for us, for us yeah. he'll be on it for a while, I think. Hey, yeah, <clears> for him, I think he'll be But I'm always excited to see, I'm sure new stuff and and uh you know be interesting to see what he comes up with yeah, so we're gonna have to tie him down and beat find him out when sticks and find out what he's we should just on. call him and say hey what are you what are you doing well I'll tell you what let's do that all right let's give him a call hello uh joe casada please shut up <laughs> what's up scotty what's up <laughs> Nothing. How you doing? Fantastic. So you're down in in uh, Charlotte at Heroes Con. I am. How how is the show going for you so far? It's pretty good. It was a little slow today. Uh, I don't know if that's regular or not. I don't know. This is my first time here, so uh, I don't know if it's 
usually slower on Friday, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's going pretty. I mean, I can't complain. What uh, what's the show like? I mean, as far as the size of it, or uh, uh, compared to other shows, it's a pretty decent sized show. I think it's. Uh, I don't know. What would you say the show is like? Another show size wise, would you say? Yeah, who are you talking to? Uh, Josh Middleton. Oh, ah, Mr. Middleton. What are you guys doing? Just sitting around, hanging out, drawing? Have it? Yeah, actually, I was getting ready to work on some commissions. Ah. Uh, I got a huge list of commissions that I probably won't do, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna act like I'm gonna at least attempt to do them. <laughs> nice. Re- real quick. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a, there's a lot of artists here. This is definitely an artist-driven show. Uh, definitely a, a superstar lineup of, of artists. Just about anybody. I think that anybody and anybody, everybody in the, in the industry is probably here. Well, all, all the, well, all the good ones like me. <laughs> There's the Scotty we know. Who are who are some of the headliners at that show? Other than you and uh, well, it doesn't matter who else is here besides me. <laughs> no, uh, Hughes, Adam Hughes is here. Uh, like you said, Middleton, Josh Middleton. Uh, he's here. He's not really doing anything now. He's like, yeah, I don't know. He just comes, you know. Like, are you doing sketches? No. <laughs> Got anything to sell? No. It's he, just... I'm just kidding. He has prints that are pretty sweet. But um, uh, Andrew Robinson, we're actually flipping through his sketchbook right now that I bought today. I'm, are you guys familiar with Andrew Robinson? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I, what what has he what has he been on, or what has he done? Uh, I don't even know. He did that dusty uh, dusty star that came out through Image a little while. Okay, back. okay, sure. Now I know what yeah, you're doing. He did some other. I mean, he's done some other stuff. I think he did Starman for a while. Um, he did a, a run on Starman. Uh, you guys probably know that. That's a nerdy book, right? <laughs> yes, that's, a nerd, that's definitely a nerd book. We would okay. we would be uh, familiar yeah, I'm with. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that. Thanks. Um, hey, wait, didn't you just uh, buy a stack of Starman trades the other day? On... No, I was going to because you guys said it was good, but remember they, were, they didn't have it oh, that's, that's right. Hey, hey Scotty, they actually, um, I don't know if you've, if you've been on the Internet or not today, but someone asked a question about you at the Mondo Marvel panel up in Philly. Really? What they ask? They asked when they were going to dump your ass off a new X Men. <laughs> no. Are you shitting me? No. They, somebody. No. Somebody just asked uh, what's what's going. You know what's how long is Scotty going to be on New X Men? I think was the question. And C B Sabluski, who uh, is a friend of yours, um, said that you got a few more issues and then they have big plans for you. So uh, I guess I guess the news is out that you're not uh, you're not going to be on New X Men permanently anymore, or, or you, you've got some more issues. Yeah, no, I'm doing. Uh... I'm doing up through issue 43, so I have three more issues to draw, because I just finished 40, so I've done four issues, and uh, I'm doing three more. Okay, so 39 just came out. I do like how they're, you know, there's always a nice vague answer to questions, right? Like, oh, we got big plans. Yeah, I think think Marvel's uh, pat answer uh, today was find out in San Diego. (laughs) Yeah. I have found out what my new project, uh, what the possible my possible new project is, and I will say it's motherfucking sweet. <laughs> nice, good. And well, you can't talk about it, of yeah. course. <laughs> no, I can't talk about it. Or the terrorists will win. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations in advance, and can't wait to find out about it. 
actually, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll debut the news on Around Comics. Sweet. Nice. Exclusive. Hey, I love it. Nice. Um, now, I, I've heard that uh, I, Heroes Con is one that I've always wanted to go to because I hear it is it is purely a comic book show. Is that kind of what you're seeing down there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think that... I really haven't noticed anything else. They're basically... The only thing here is dealers, artists, and, you know, little studios like 12 Gauge Comics from, you know, Image Studios. Image Image is one of the only, uh, I think, publishing houses that are set up here that have a booth here. Wow. Um, but, yeah, there's not really um, there's not really a company presence at all. It's, it's, it's mainly just, uh, I mean, rows and rows and rows of artists. And uh, little studio tables, and and uh, and a bunch of dealers. So yeah, there's none of the you know awesome fucking wrestling rings and shit <laughs> that, uh, that you know some other conventions put up. Yeah, no ultimate fighting, no midget wrestling, uh, none of that super kick ass stuff that you always look forward to as a comic book fan. You know, <laughs> uh, when you go to a comic book convention. But, uh, any, any good? Never... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Why do you keep interrupting me and talking over me? Sorry, I forgot. I forgot who I was talking to. Sorry, Mr. Young, sir. <laughs> I apologize, Mr. Young. Yeah, that's what I thought. See, I, I'm the type of person who gets mentioned at cons I don't even go to, so it's just step off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't even know what I was going to say. Go ahead. You guys can talk now. You fucked up my flow. I was going to say, is there any, uh, is there any like, really good... Uh, Old TV actors or or you know washed up movie stars. Any, any of the any, cast uh, of Three's Company there? Yeah. Uh, John, there's not even the, the quasi like the the fake celebrities here this time, are there? No, they don't do that here. There's not. They don't. Uh, it's, it, it truly is about comics. You know what I mean? It's yeah. They they want like oh yeah she played like reporter number three on the old Batman series. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, but no, yeah, they they really don't do that type of thing here. I mean, uh, you'll see near the end of the show, Josh and I walked over and and there were uh, you know Adam Hughes and Chris Moreno and a couple other guys up actually doing live, like you know you can watch them doing these giant paintings and charcoal drawings of That's things nice. that they'll they'll auction off later. And uh, I mean, this is truly, I would say, I mean, I, I think there's some writers and stuff here, but for the most part. This truly is a show about comic books and comic book art. Hey, did you get my sketch? From Ringo? Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. I'm going to hit him up tomorrow. Man, that guy stays fucking crazy busy, man. Oh, well, then don't worry about it. I don't want you to bother him. No, no, I'm going to get it. And if he doesn't do it, guess what? Well, I probably won't beat him up. He's kind of diesel. <laughs> Wait. He's, he's, a, he's a pretty big dude. Is he really? Yeah, man. He's a gym buff. Wow. What's with the? No, I hit people with chairs. <laughs> yeah, you're a dirty fighter. I know. <laughs> I am a damn dirty. I don't believe in rules. I don't think there's a fight rule book. <laughs> Just and like I have, read, I have uh, had a lot of people come up to the table though that have listened to uh, around comics. All right. They uh, they say what's up. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Tell them what's said how I fan the I fanboy guys came by my table today and did a little. Uh, uh, little interview with me or whatever they like to call it. Did you punch Ron in the face like I told you? <laughs> yeah, one of them I had to, I mean, he was pretty, he looked half in the bag while he was interviewing me. <laughs> oh, that's not. That's Ron. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, not every podcast is as professional as around comics, Scotty. You, you're just going to have to learn that and uh, be happy. I know. I, I was like, this is so amateur. What, where's Chris? <laughs> <laughs> what's Sal? Are you, guys, are, are you guys don't know how to act tonight without, uh, without Tom and myself? We're a little lost. Just a little bit. I think we're doing great. I think this is our best episode ever. That's <laughs> I'm just kidding. We miss you guys, and uh, we'll get through it, but, you know. Big reunion episode next week. That's right. The big reunion is going to be filled with tears. <laughs> well, that's tears every... And Tom, it's tears and Tom going, let's get this, let's get this fucking show over with, please. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. All right, well, Scotty, let's. Uh, I tell you what, we're gonna let you get back to uh, your hard work and your commissions, and uh, we'll check in with you later. But man, have a have a great weekend and a great con. All right, thanks, gentlemen. Have a good show tonight. All, All right, right, buddy. Absolutely. Be good. All right, later, guys. All right, uh, and uh, we've already kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, the question was asked earlier in the day if there were any plans on a weekly series, and uh, Casada said no. And then uh, Tom Brevert pond our series will be done strongly. Uh, of course, we we now know that uh, Spider Man is going to be that they're full uh, of shit. Yes, that they are are full of the crap. Full and, of the crap. Well, actually, it's not a weekly series, and it's it's only coming it's out not three a weekly. Yeah, it's with, so we had to be different. <laughs> we got to be different. We can't do it weekly. We'll do it three times a month. It's we'll not do weekly. It weekly. We will do See, it strongly. We didn't lie to you. We yeah. never lie. We're Marvel. So I'm that's, Joe uh, that's most of the uh, the Marvel wrap up there. Uh, moving on, we got some movie news. Is there any DC news out of oh, the... uh, about uh, Wade going to Flash? Flash yeah. I'm sure a lot of the DC news will come in over the weekend, so we'll have the wrap up of most of that next All week. All right, so. fine. Uh, Poor DC gets the shaft. Yeah, I'll see Mar. See Marvel. They they know that we record on Friday night, so they get their <laughs> yeah, panels done yeah, early on why. Friday. That's exactly <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, some movie news coming up. Uh, Ronin, and uh, it's a it's a good time to let everyone know that this coming Thursday we're going to be talking about Frank Miller, and you'll hear plenty about Ronin on that episode. But uh, it looks like there may have been a snag or two in uh, the Ronin development. Uh, somebody took a bite out of the schedule for the Frank Miller movie, according to a note in Variety. Director Sylvian White of Stomp the Yard is committed to Castlevania, and then he'll turn his attention to the original graphic novel adaptation. Fantastic. Which, you know, in that, that, that's something that always kind of irks me, is that they're calling it an OGN. Ronan wasn't an OGN. It was a, it was a six-issue miniseries that's since been packaged as a... Well... Yeah, it, it, yeah, I mean, they weren't, they weren't... But calling it a graphic novel only because at the time there wasn't any such thing... Sure. And we'll talk about this I mean, but more they were on, written we'll just talk about as this more if they were Thursday. graphic novels. Frank Miller does not write graphic novels except for, like, what, 300. Almost all of his stuff uh, is... 300 was not... That was a five-issue five series. Well, okay, there you go. But he wrote it for the graphic <laughs> novel format. It just didn't... Yeah. I mean, Yeah, he, he writes individual issues that end up getting packaged. So, But they always call it as based on the OGN. Well... 
Yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> that's what they're going to sell. Exactly. They're not exactly. going to go back and sell the original issues. They're collected editions. Damn oh, Jesus. Uh, some Watchmen news. Hey, I have uh, some DC mm-hmm. news if, if, if we oh, want to. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. There's ahead. a few things. Coming announced. in late off yeah, the wire. Hot, hot, hot off the wire. Um, from Heroes Con, uh, they, they, uh, uh, they were talking about um, Countdown to Mystery was announced. Uh, which is going to follow the same format of Countdown to Adventure, mm-hmm. and Steve Gerber will write a story on oh, the great. Helmet of Fate, and Eclipso will be feature- featured in the backup stories by Matt Sturgis. Oh, that sounds cool. Um, Any, anytime that Gerber works on something, yeah, I'm on board. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, For those no of you out there that, that missed Hard Time from DC, go back and get those those back issues. That was such a cool series that just kind of flew under the radar of a lot of people. Uh, Bob Wayne talked about Countdown, the search for Ray Ray Palmer, although there's no accompanying uh, images for it. Um, Ron March, the writer of the project, said Art Adams is doing the cover, and that the the tour of the new DC multiverse begins here. Uh, He hinted that it'll have some sort of intersection with the Wildstorm universe. Donna Troy, Jason Todd, and Kyle Rayner, accompanied by a monitor, are the stars. Six-issue series. Um, and Ron Mart said he was happy to be writing about Kyle Rayner again, his his creation. Yeah, um, it's interesting. Those, those three characters are kind of at the center of Countdown as being kind of the anom- anomalies like, anomalies yeah. of the multiverse. I'm just happy to see Art Ab- Adams doing stuff again. He did anytime, um, anytime. he did the cover to the uh, book came out this last week, uh, the Classic Avengers. Mm-hmm. He did mm-hmm. a cover to that, which was awesome. But you know, Classic X Men that was half the reason yeah. why the book and was to get the Adams. Art Adams know. is so friggin' great. You, you know, I picked up uh, the hardcover of uh, Tom Strong. Tales, tales of the yeah, tales of Tom Str- or Tom Strong tales, yeah, and, strange tales, something like that. And the R. Adams work in there. Oh yeah, Monkey Man amazing. and oh, uh, so good. Uh, so also, Suicide Suicide Squad will be back uh, in an eight issue miniseries written by classic Suicide Squad writer John Ostrander. Oh great! So Ostrander's doing uh, doing I've another. I've loved the uh, uh, the Suicide Squad popping up in Checkmate has been a lot of fun. Yeah. So uh-huh. that's a. Uh, See, we need Tom because he would tell me about the complete history of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, I can't do that for you. <laughs> I miss my Tom. Oh, good God! Oh, and there was one other um, mm-hmm. Marvel story that came in late uh, that I thought was pretty cool. Is uh, Terry Moore, mm. Stranger of the Paradise, absolutely which ended this week. Mm-hmm. Issue ninety came out, and that series is over. He's taking over the writing duties of Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. D- did you is... have a double take on that? Huh? No, you know, weirdly enough, it, I think that's perfect. It, it, well, it's a relationship book, which yeah. is Terry Moore. And uh, um, I actually may like have to start reading that. I know. I was so. just like, oh crap, there's another three dollars a month. Oh, well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> so there was a that, there was a few DC uh, stories that uh, that came in late, hot sure. off the wire. You know, this will that's happen us. again. This will happen again before the end of the show. You know, we've got we do have another convention person that we should uh, that we should talk to. We have a, a, a roving reporter out there. <laughs> a roving, yeah. Uh, he does all uh, his own stunts now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we could give uh, Pat Pat Loika Loika Loika. I can never Pat say Loika. All right, let's give him a call and all see right. what Pat has going down. Is John Suntress's stunt double there? <laughs> yes, this is John Suntress's stunt, stunt double. <laughs> What's going on, Pat? Uh, not much. We're just partying right now. Partying? Partying in Philly? Oh, yeah. 
yes. I thought you were cutting down on the cons. So far, have you missed any? Oh, I missed a few of them. I missed uh, Toronto. I missed Pittsburgh. There's quite a bit that I missed. But you have a live cam set up in North Carolina right now, don't you? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, was, there was something similar, though, at uh, the DC panel. Uh, Bob Wayne called Sandy Dio, who's over at Heroes, and they did, uh, they did some announcements via the phone. <laughs> and, uh, they, were running the, they were running the panel simultaneously. Nice. That, that, yeah, we we actually talked about that. They uh, talked about the uh, Wade returning to the Flash. That's right. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, we're we're getting news trickling in over the the internet. Have you heard of anything else cool uh, out in Philadelphia? Uh, anything really new? Uh, I don't know. Did you, did you guys get the Marvel stuff already? Most of, most of the Spider Man weekly or kind of weekly. Uh, uh, what Marvel else? Presents. Marvel Presents and uh, and that stuff. Anything else we missed? Uh, did you guys hear about... I don't know if you guys read New Avengers, but apparently the New Avengers thing is connected to what's going on is Annihilation. They oh, confirmed. Okay. Oh, with the scrolls, sure. Uh, sorry, yeah. spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there, there's, there's, some other, there's some other stuff that they, they're kind of hinting at, but there's, they're, they're really saving all the announcements for San Diego because every other question they ask, they say, find out in San Diego. Oh, geez. Yeah, I'm sure all the people in Philadelphia that aren't going to San Diego love that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like, well, hey, you, you, who are you hanging out and partying with tonight? Right now, I hang out with a bunch of friends, and then we're going to meet up with everyone again over at the Marriott. Uh, we already got wasted last night. So. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the feel of the convention like out there? It's not too bad. It, it's, I mean, it's only Friday. And it's not, I mean, it's not as packed as you would expect it to be because there's another con running at the same time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they got a lot of great talent here that, you know, that you really won't see, you, you that really, they, they rarely make con appearances anyway. Why could? I mean, you got uh, Steve McNiven's here, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised to see him. Uh, Alex Malib's here. Uh, of course, you got Bendis, Omi, and Mac here. And there's a few other guys. Bendis, Omen, and Mac, do they, do they like, have an RV that they use to go to cons together? Oh, I don't know, but they, should, they really should consider it. They should do, like, a tour, but, I, you know, they, they did that long ago. They actually had a nice little panel where Bendis was asking them questions, and then they would have fans ask questions to them. And at the end of the panel, like, they did, uh, they, they were collecting money for the Hero Initiative. They were passing a jar around. If they fill up that jar, they will, you can watch Omen and Mac arm wrestle each other. <laughs> and that was a hell of an arm wrestling match. I actually have video of it. I will post it up when I get back. Omin whipped his ass, didn't he? Omin won. But but remember though, there's there's like a lot of backstory. I actually recorded audio from the panel, and I you know if you guys want it, I will I will share it with you guys. Uh, it's it, they talk about like the whole history behind the whole arm wrestling thing, and the, like about ten years ago, apparently they had their first match, and they, ended up, they never had a rematch because David Mack won. <laughs> and they were, they, they were saving they were saving the rematch for now and uh, they were you know, at first Omi was reluctant because he's never he hasn't lost an arm wrestling match in a long time Omi's been training for 10 years arm wrestled since then <laughs> <laughs> they, they have a really cool artist alley I mean you have like a one role where you got guys like you have Bendis Obing Mac you have uh, Paul Azaketa uh, Ivan Brandon Andy McDonald whole group of people who are really talented guys are you know, all here do you think most of the New York guys go to the Philly show because it's so close? That's pretty much it. I mean, 
Oh, from New York, it's like an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, see. Yeah. Pretty close. There you go. Well, uh, any con highlights at this point? I know it's early in the weekend, but anything that you're looking forward to uh, later on this weekend? Uh, there's going to be, there's apparently some good stuff coming up at the joke, at the Cup of Joe panel tomorrow. And there is also some, I guess there's some Ultimate Spider-Man news coming up at the Bendis panel at 11 o'clock. And I'm not really sure what else. I'm, you know, I'm really just here to hang out because I, I didn't set up a table this time. I'm actually here, this is like a vacation for me. So I just, I just came in to hang out, see some friends, and, uh, screw around, maybe buy some stuff. Okay, I haven't seen any really good deals yet. That'll make me buy anything. All right, man. Well, have a good time. Stay safe. Don't get too crazy. And uh, what's the next show for you? Going well, you'll you'll be in San Diego. If you hear about a man that starts beating people up that dressed as Electra, that's probably me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. Yeah, I've, I've kind of enlisted to be uh, to be on the security detail for Brian Bendis. Jeez. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear anything about the psychotic man kicking people just as Electra in the taint, then that's me. Nice. <laughs> well, Pat, we're uh, we're less than two months away from Chicago. Looking forward to seeing you, man. Oh, I am ready. <laughs> I'm ready for Chicago. All right, man. I will see you there. All right. You have a great night. Take it easy. Okay. Bye, bye, buddy. All right, it was good to hear from Mr. Loika. Yes, um, he's a con animal. That guy is like he'll in a in a a busy year he'll do ten. Yeah, I, he's unbelievable. I don't know how he can do it, yeah, but it's, it's what Pat does. Yeah, it I is. Mean, it's, it's, he's a monster. Uh, so I yeah. love. I can't wait for Chicago because oh, seeing guys like Pat and, and you know Pat. Pat sent us some uh, previews for the uh, Dial R Studio anthologies. Pan, uh, Pantheon, red yes. and blue, yes. uh, which looked fantastic. So we'll talk more about that, I think, next yeah, week. Yeah, they were great, and uh, and hopefully give people uh, information on how to how to see some of the previews. So always good to talk to Pat. He's he's great about the con updates. Uh, let's get back to the news. Uh, we've got uh, some more movie news. The Losers for fans of that series, which I definitely count my myself. I still, among them. I still have Tom's first trade of that, and I haven't. Read oh, it. you haven't read the Losers? I have not read. I I, I think I read the first issue and I just I knew I needed There's more time one for it. Character in in particular in that series that you will absolutely fall in love with. The the he's the sniper of the group and he's just he's I'm you. not gonna fall in love he's me. He's you he's you with a gun a and sniper? a sniper? I could be a yeah. sniper. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. No, but it's a series I keep wanting to go back to. I just haven't gotten Andy Diggle and and Jock's series uh, is being developed as a movie. Variety is reporting that Warner Brothers has hired Tom Story, currently of uh, the Fantastic Four movie, to direct The Losers based on Vertigo's espionage series by Andy Diggle and Jock. So there you go. that will from the from the first issue of that series, you're like, yep, this could be a movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, Diggle. I mean, Diggle. I'm a huge fan of Andy Diggle's stuff. He, I think he he does really, and he certainly does cinematic style. Very much. So. Uh, very right. action packed. Uh, and, I, and one of my favorite series of his is um, <coughs> Silent Dragon, which was oh, yeah. like a six issue mini that he did uh, for Wildstorm, or I don't remember where that came out, but that was really cool book. That was. I haven't read anything from Andy Diggle. Lennon, you I don't like. Yeah, he's good. He's and good. and Jock's art in that series is fantastic. So that will be. We should get Andy to on talk to him. We do need to talk. Hellblazer, to him. he's doing a kick-ass job on Hellblazer. He's a good writer. Yeah. All right, um, Veronica Mars fans. No, I like the losers and Veronica Mars. 
Uh, Veronica Mars just wrapped up on the CW. They have officially canceled that series. Oh, uh, the the first two seasons. And I never were, got a chance. Were fantastic TV. The third series, a little bit. It kind That's of an lost, oxymoron. Kind of lost its <laughs> legs a little bit, but. For fans that wanted to see the continuing stories of Veronica Mars and the rest of the cast, you may see them in comics. DC Comics is apparently toying around with the idea of bringing Veronica Mars, uh, a la Buffy the Vampire Slayer, to comics. It's kind of interesting that you're starting to see that kind of thing happen where it was like, okay, comics are going to film and TV, but now stuff that's getting canceled... Uh, on television is finding its way into comics. I think it's really kind of cool, actually, you know, for fans of the shows that would want to see a continuing story. I mean, Buffy, you know, for Buffy fans, there just is no nothing better that could, you know, I mean, the show doesn't exist, but you have yes, the next the best show thing. the show does exist. Well, and it exists in comics, in and com- I love that. Yeah, it's kind of cool, so it'd be interesting to see what other, you know, stuff. I want to see, like, Gilligan's Island. Uh, <laughs> stuff like- Sanford and Son. I want to see the Sanford and Son comic. <laughs> Chico and the Man, yeah! Chips, the comic book. I, I bet you, you know what, Freddie Prince is a huge, Freddie Prince Jr. is a huge comic book fan. I bet he'd love to see Chico and the Man in comic book form. <laughs> <laughs> Make that happen, Freddie Prince Jr. Well, I, th- I think that Veronica Mars would be a, a perfect gateway comic for a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the term gateway comic because it, it brings drugs. In the, <laughs> they it, are it, drugs. It brings up shakes. If I drugs get the shakes. were this cheap. Uh, some drugs are. <laughs> Crack is pretty cheap. All right, so uh, Veronica Mars fans, uh, stay tuned. Your uh, your favorite TV show may, be may coming, appear. Maybe come into the pages of DC Comics. May come to a comic near you soon. All right, uh, that is going to wrap up our Wire to Wire comic book news and convention reports as we're in convention season. Look for more <laughs> updates from Pat Loika, Scotty Young, and more. And others. Other, whoever else we can sucker into doing it. And that means it's time for Top of the Stack. Top, top of top the stack. Of the stack, stack, stack. That's right, it's Top of the Stack. Our chance to let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading for the last week. Nothing. Oh. Mr. Caters, you always go first. What is your Top of the Stack? It's oh, just that joke you do every time someone's ah, not here. Ta- it's just so funny. Uh-huh. All right, well, well, i tell you what. Uh-huh. Sit, sitting in for uh, Mr. Uh-huh. Caters. Stop it. Oh, yeah, but it's a gut buster. Well, sitting in for Mr. Caters is a listener to the program. Ted, Mr. Apoc from the forum. Ted, how you doing? I'm uh, doing fine. What's what's your top of the stack this week? My top of the stack this week is the latest Fable Strayed Sons of Empire, um, which also came out this week. And I thought this was a great great issue. I've been reading all the Fables in trades. Me too. Um, And this one doesn't necessarily advance the story. There's not one main plot that runs through it all like some of the other ones do, although there are a few. There's a lot of little vignettes on some of the characters that are in the story and some of the more obscure characters. There's a thing on Rapunzel and how she can live in the Monday world with her hair growing every day. (laughs) You get a little of Hansel and Gretel's backstory um, and and what's going on with them. Um, You get a little more of Bigby Wolf and Snow White Mm, and and their relationship with their father. Uh, There's a couple of Christmas stories in here. And at the very end, there's a, a question and answer issue that he did where readers sent in questions, um, and he answered them with little stories. Oh, really? So I, yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought it was really well done. 
Um, I always enjoy it, and I, I enjoy the care and detail that he puts into it, too. I mean, just, you know, the edge of every page mm -hmm. has little, you know, like a little border Artistic to set borders, things off. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of different artists that are in here, and it, it's well drawn. Sure, I think the uh, the the listener or not listener the uh, the 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 reader question issue was one that uh, Tom had actually picked as his top of the stack for that individual issue. Uh, the Rapunzel uh, story, and I remember that whenever it came out in the in the single issues, and I'm trying to uh, trying to remember. Who drew that? And I thought it was just absolutely fantastic. The uh, the art in it. And who is it? Uh, I don't know. Gene don't Ha. Know. There you go. Local boy, local oh, Chicago boy. guy. Gene Makes Ha. Makes good. Um, I'm, I'm reading. I'm also reading Fables and Trade. I'm only up to like six or seven, I think. But mm -hmm. uh, it's just such a consistently good book. And you know, he he was so smart in creating that world where he can do anything with it you know right. it's like you, you can have you know a complete trade of stuff that isn't necessarily you know pushing the story forward but it's just cre it's, it, it's deepening the immersion mythology of it and, and that yeah world. And, and i mean he, he goes go into santa and how santa's <laughs> a fable in here and, and he can, I go, mean, he can go anywhere right. with it and, and do anything he wants with it, and it's oh, it's always good. It, I yeah. I don't know that there's any bad issues of Fable that have, right. that have been put out, and it's it's consistently uh, consistently good. <laughs> and, and when we talk about a book that's like reader friendly to like new readers or you know pretty much anybody, anybody could pick up that book and should enjoy it. It's it's just so well done. Absolutely, Sal. What's uh, what's your top of the stack? My top of the stack is World War Hulk number one of you five. You and Ted had to uh, arm wrestle for that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg Peck uh, wrote it, continuing uh, from the uh, Planet Hulk storyline with uh, John Romita Jr. art, Klaus Johnson, uh, Klaus Jansen inks. Um, I w have been looking forward to this ever since the beginning of Planet Hulk. Uh, I, I, I while I liked Planet Hulk a lot, the whole time I was just Waiting, <laughs> waiting for this moment for for Hulk to come back to Earth, and uh, and I wasn't disappointed. I thought uh, the the you know it was exactly what I wanted. It was action. It was Hulk smash. It was just you know him making his presence known the and back. But but also different. I mean, it was also a little unexpected, <clears throat> maybe to people that aren't familiar with the current Hulk storyline. In the fact that this is a different kind of Hulk. He's not just this mindless. Uh, rampaging beast. He's angrier than he's ever been before, but it's more of a deep-seated, seething, calculated, uh, yeah, very and calculated focused. and focused. And he has people around him that are helping him with, you know, technology and and, and different types. It's a different Hulk. He's, it's a, a, war, it's, he's a warlord. Yeah, absolutely. And um, this, you know, this particular issue, I thought was a great start to to the World War Hulk. The, 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 there are a couple of things in it that. I, I would have liked to have seen differently, or that kind of nagged at me a little bit, uh, but nothing. I mean, there was the fight between Black Bolt and the Hulk. I would have liked to have actually seen the fight, right? Sure. But I almost kind of understand why they didn't do that, you know. Um, and but also, I like. I mean, the 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 line at the beginning of the fight is cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, they I didn't come, come here, to hear your hear whisper. You whisper. <laughs> great, great. And um, oh, side note uh, for those that want to uh, <clears throat> uh, catch up and really get in depth with what the Hulk's been going through, the uh, Planet Hulk hardcover came out this past week. Right. Um, what I liked so much about it was it it didn't it kept me guessing 
but it didn't let me down at any point. Right. It was like I was waiting, anticipating the Hulk being defeated, or or like this quick resolution. Or you know, it's like he goes up against Black Bolt. You figure, okay, you know, That's what's it. gonna ha- what's gonna happen? But it, what you think is gonna happen doesn't happen. He goes up against Tony and the nanobite right. technology, and what you think might happen doesn't happen. And and, and and the scene with Tony is another great one where he just says, "Oh hell, yeah." When he comes, yeah. I mean, there there, you know, it, there's not a whole lot of like deep uh, storylines in this. This isn't a complex work. It's just a good action-packed Hulk kicking ass, and uh, and I'm really excited to see where it goes from there. So, And, and the art was great. I thought Ramita did um, something a little different. I, I, I felt that the art was... Uh, with Klaus Janssen's inks on top of John Ramita Jr., I don't know if I've seen that really before, but uh, I really liked it. I, I thought it, it gave um, Ramita stuff uh, a new look. I, I like the issue. Uh, definitely going to be in for the miniseries. Interested to see what kind of ripple effects this has through the Marvel U and how it kind of uh, uh, messes with the house of cards that Tony Stark is kind of put together through uh, the initiative and, and everything else. Yeah, my, big, my biggest um, worry about it at this point is just like, uh, I hope it doesn't end up being disappointing. I mean, I know, you know, as uh, a fan of the storyline and what's going on, it's like obviously I'm I'm on the Hulk side, and right. like deep down, it's like yeah, I want to see the Hulk kill Tony Stark and you know mangle <laughs> Reed Richards because well yeah because they deserve it, but I know that's not going to happen. I mean it's just you know, but I still want to see some sort of interesting resolution to this, how this is going to play out, what what you know what it's going to do. I mean I know the Hulk's not going to destroy the planet. It's just you know. There's well, they killed Captain America. Maybe they well, you kill never them know. all but that's, and reboot it. But but what I liked about this issue so much is that it it wasn't it wasn't what I expected, yet it was completely satisfying in my anticipation of it. So right. in both ways, I thought it really really worked well, and I'm looking forward to the next one. And, and I like the way the Hulk exposed them. I mean, it told the world what they did to try yeah. to get you know public opinion on his uh, side. Yeah. So it, it's a different Hulk. It's certainly. Uh, a much more interesting Hulk than what we've seen in a long time, I think. Alright. I'm, I'm on board. Uh, my top of the stack is Hellboy. Darkness Calls, number two of six. It's uh, Hellboy's kind of had some time off, and I, I, know that, uh, I know that Tom, Sal, and I are all Hellboy fans. It's uh, when the comics world has... A Hellboy comic, ongoing. It, it's a happier place for me, and and to see a new miniseries with Hellboy has been a lot of fun. It was much anticipated by me, and uh, and this is living up to everything that that you want a Hellboy comic to be through Mike Mignola's entire run with this character. It has the you know, bizarre mixes of uh, folklore. You've got uh, really nice art done by Duncan Figrito that uh, he, he's really, uh, really feeling the uh, the Mignola atmosphere that you come to expect in a Hellboy book. Uh, to uh, to explain the plot in just about any Hellboy book is going to be difficult. They're uh, you know they're trying to. Uh, bring witches back to life. Hellboy is, is kind of thrown into the middle of this. He really doesn't know what's going on. Uh, you get some some great former 
uh, villains from the Hellboy mythos, which uh, you don't want. I don't want to spoil the last page, but yeah, you get uh, a return character for some old old storylines. This really does draw on a lot of the old story, uh, on a lot of the old Hellboy stories, which uh, they use the uh, the editor's note very effectively in this by referencing old stories and then uh, saying it was uh, which they always, they've always done that. They, yeah, exactly, and and it's it's something they're not afraid of the the mythos that's been built up in this series. So uh, you can read this, and and I like uh, I like the editor's notes as as kind of a guide to go back if you haven't read them and pick up some great Hellboy stories like you know. Uh, Right Hand of Doom, or um, uh, uh, what is it? Emperor Worm? Emperor Worm, Right Hand of Doom, uh, Coffin and other stories. Uh, I don't know, there's only so about ten traits. good, fun, dark writing. There's a, Hellboy's sense of humor it comes off in, in ways that you know you wouldn't expect a, a demon-like hero character, the banter that he has. It's, uh, Hellboy is just, is just such a, a treasure in comics that if you're not reading it, I, I, I highly suggest you're it. stupid! And, <laughs> and uh, I, I love the way that Mignola launches these in a series of mini-series. It gives you great jump-on points, and uh, you don't have to be totally tied into the entire mythos to enjoy it. Because so, you won't understand it anyway. Exactly. Right. It's but too, it's uh, fun. Yeah, and you don't have to. I mean, you don't. It's a Jackson you know, Pollock it's, painting. It's, you don't uh, have to understand it to appreciate it. It's... Um, you know his own little world that he's created, and and he loves playing with, you know, folklore and mythology and throwing Hellboy into those situations. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's Hellboy. It's good stuff. It's just fun, great comics. So that's my top of the stack. All right, that'll take care of our top of the stack. Sal, uh, why don't you let us know what is coming out next week that we should be aware of? Well, next week, the uh, the 20th of June, there's all sorts of good stuff. I uh, picked out a few things from a few different publishers. Uh, first off, uh, Conan number 41 from Dark Horse Publishing. Um, this is the first part of the Timothy Truman and Kerry Nord adaptation of Robert E. Howard classic rogues in the house so if you haven't been reading Conan or if you're a Conan fan you've been waiting for this uh, particular story arc to start here it is you might want to check it out now it's a good maybe jumping off point and uh, and rogues in the house is a um, sort of classic Conan story so so that's coming out this week um, from DC Comics we have uh, Catwoman number 68 written by Will Pfeiffer art by David Lopez um, the reason I put this one in there is that there's been the, the solicitation says uh, violence and the chaos hit uh, home for Catwoman. Reverberations of this issue will be felt all through the DCU starting in Countdown. So if you're like a Countdown completist, if you want to have everything that has anything to Countdown, I, I like Will Pfeiffer's Catwoman. I, I do too. I've I think it's a good. It. it is a good book. But um, you know, people that want to get all the Countdown stuff, you may be interested in that one. Uh, Flash, the fastest man alive, number thirteen. Uh, Daniel and Art Thibert, uh, cover by Tony S. Daniel. Um, this one was supposed to come out last week. It didn't, for whatever reason. It's coming out this week, supposedly. Uh, they've been pumping this one up as something big is going to happen, and with the announcement today... It's the last issue. Um, it's Yeah, it's the last issue of Flash, The Fastest Man Alive. Mark Wade's taking over the book, uh, and it'll be called the, the, the Flash, and it'll pick up at issue 231 of The Flash. So something's going to happen to this more than likely Bart's going to die or something big like that. I, I don't know. Um... Highwaymen, number one of five. It's a miniseries that's coming out from uh, from DC through uh, 
through Wildstorm, uh, written by Mark Ber- uh, Bernadin and Adam Freeman, art by Lee uh, Garbett. Um, I just like the sound of this book. Uh, it's about uh, two highwaymen, which were like couriers. Um, when they were younger, they they could pretty much take anything anywhere. I mean, they were a criminal element. They would, you know, whatever it might be, they could do it. They could deliver whatever you might need delivered. Uh, but now they're sort of older, um, past their prime, uh, that kind of thing, and and uh, they get caught up in um, a, a, a sort of bad situation, and they have to find their way out of it. I just like the idea of it. It just sounds like a cool, you know. Sounds uh, like something we would like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so maybe check that out. Uh, Image Comics, we've got Repo Number 1. Um, this is from uh, the guys that, that did Teenagers from Mars and The Couriers. Um, Who do you like Teenagers from Mars? Yeah, I, I really like, uh, I can't. Th- I didn't write down his name, uh, and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but uh, but if you read that book, you might want to check that, this out. It's a mini-series that's coming out. Um, Weird World of Jack Staff, King Size Special Number 1. Um Paul Gris, Jack Staff. I know there's a lot of fans out there about this. Uh, a lot of fans of, of Jack Staff that are out there. This is a uh, um, special issue that's coming out uh, uh, Wednesday. Um, Marvel's got Incredible Hulk 107, the continuation of World War Hulk, um, uh, with uh, Hercules and the Angel, and looks like some ex Defenders, uh, and whether or not they're gonna they're gonna help the Hulk or, or go up against him. Some Gary Frank goodness. There. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Legion of Monsters, Satana, uh, written written by uh, Robin Firth and Jonathan Hickman, who uh, is from Nightly News. Robin Firth. Robin is Firth is the assistant er, to Stephen King. Yeah, she was basically the the kind of unsung hero of uh, the Dark Tower series. Right. Well, she's writing uh, the Satana story, um, and Hickman is doing the backup. Oh, we got to call Jonathan with up about uh, that. Um, the Living Mummy. He's doing the backup story in oh, that. Good so, for him. and I've really enjoyed the Legion of Monsters stuff mm-hmm. so far. It's been fun. Uh, Mythos Spider-Man, Paul Jenkins, uh, art by Paulo Rivera. Um, and I, I like the Mythos stuff. I know mm-hmm. some people haven't been thrilled with it, whatever. But oh, the uh, X-Men Mythos is one of my <clears> yeah. I thought it was excellent comics so. ever. Uh, the X-Men Endangered Species One Shot, which is written by Mike Carey, pencils by Scott Eaton, and a Mark Silvestri cover. Um, this is the the sort of first step towards the whole X-Men extinction storyline that's going on so you might want to check that out if you want to keep keep up to date on that one uh and Mike Carey stuff is always good um DC Comics but, uh, oh I'm sorry we already went through that so that's all the uh the single issue stuff that I picked out that's Do we coming go out the DC stuff uh well this is um trades uh, oh, okay. Okay. uh trades that are coming out this week cuz uh last week Scotty said oh, you know he'd like to know more about trades that are coming out so I pulled mm-hmm. out a bunch that are that are coming out this one I'm really interested in Batman Ego and Other Tales hardcover it's Darwin Cook um it's 24.99 it's it's all new stories uh of stuff plus um uh, there's uh, some stories: Batman, Gotham Knights, number twenty-three and thirty-three; Solo, number one and number five; uh, uh, Darwin Cook, Paul Grist, um, with Tim Sale, Cook art, and other stuff. I, I'm gonna pick that up. They get no question. Fifty dollars for that. Yeah, any, anything with Darwin <laughs> Cook. Um, Blue Beetle, volume two. Uh, this is the new Blue Beetle series. This is the second trade of that is coming out. So if you've been waiting on the trade for that series. Uh, JSA presents Stars and Stripes Volume One. Wow, is this the is this the original Jeff John stuff? Uh, yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, it is. So I know I'm sure Tom will be grabbing that. Superman Batman Volume Five: The Enemies Among Us hardcover uh, by Mark Verheiden and Ethan, art by Ethan Van Skyver and others. 
Um, X Men First Class uh, hardcover is coming out that collects the uh, the uh, X Men First Class number one through eight, and that book's now going to be an ongoing. But you may want to catch up. Yeah, written by Jeff Parker. Uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four Volume Three hardcover, which collects. Um, uh, the the volume five and volume six trades. If you want to know where those pesky Marvel zombies came this from, this is where it all is, started. This is the hardcover to get. And also, Ultimate Fantastic Four volume eight uh, trade is coming out, which collects uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four thirty nine through forty one and uh, annual number two. So both I don't know you know a lot of people collect the hardcover, some people collect the trades. So I figure put them back. The hardcovers are great. I love hardcovers. Uh, Marvel Adventures <laughs> Avengers Volume Three Digest Trade, uh, written by Jeff Parker. Uh, it's six ninety nine uh, with some art by Juan Santa Cruz and a cover by Cameron Stewart. Hey, so that could be of cool. um, uh, the, the other, other side. side yeah, yes. Thunderbolts Guardian Protocol Trade Paperback. This is uh, the Fabian Nicieza uh, and Tom Grummet stuff of the the Thunderbolts run. It, it collects Thunderbolts one hundred six to one hundred nine. And uh, from Image, we got um, Phonogram Volume One. Unfamiliar is, with that book? No, never heard know. of that. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's about music and magic and David Cole and uh, our buddies uh, Karen Gillen and, and Jamie McKelvey's trade first trade. So congratulations to them. If you haven't read Phonogram, go pick up the trade. It's it's Try worth it, it. Yeah, check it out. And if you don't like it, give it to a friend of yours who's a music fan, and they will probably dig it. Uh, a few other ones. Um, I had this one in here, but that's already come out before. Uh, Image Comics. This is a book, actually, that's coming out. It's from Tomorrow's Publishing. It's uh, Image Comics Road to Independence. Uh, it's a softcover book mm-hmm. for thirty four ninety five. It's basically the history uh, of Image Comics and its creation, um, and it's all about how you know what Image was, how it came about, and its effect on the industry. Sure, so there's, you know, there's a lot be. of uh, folks. We've got a thread on the forum about uh, Comics One Hundred One suggestions, and several people had asked for Comics One Hundred One Image, the, right. the history of Image Comics. So I don't know if we're going to be getting to that anytime soon. Uh, I'm sure we will down the road. But if you really want to know about the history of Image Comics, this would probably be a this great be place, place to start. Absolutely. Uh, Virgin Entertainment has a few trades: Debbie Trade, Snake Woman, and John Woo's Seven Brothers are all coming out. You so. heard Snake it was really good. It was good. It was good. It, it'd be worth picking up. So that's uh, that's a list of all the new releases and trades that are coming out this Wednesday. Well, thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. All right. Maybe uh, we'll hear about some of those next next week. Maybe. You never know. All right. And we missed one last week that came out this week, which was the uh, Fantastic Four uh, Omnibus Volume 2 came out uh, last week. And we, we somehow missed that. Some but power cosmic goodness. Yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. Good first stuff. appearance of uh, Galactus mm-hmm. and Silver Surfer, and that's interesting timing on that. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's very, very. Marvel's good at that. So there you go. All right, uh, there's a few different ways that you can interact with the show. One of them is our hotline. Yes. Sal, details on the hotline. One eight 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 six five G cast. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail, and we will play on the show. Probably. Unless it's vulgar. Too vulgar. Which we haven't found too vulgar yet. But All right. We also have some uh, some listener emails. You can uh, email the show at uh, info at aroundcomics.com. Or you can email any of us uh, individually at Chris, Sal, or Tom at Around Comics. Scotty. We're, we're working on, do we have the Scotty? No, we don't. The Scotty at Around Comics. <laughs> I, I don't think that's a good idea. All right. We, uh, we've got this one uh, from... 
Baby Jesus. Baby Jeebus. Uh, hey, guys. Great podcast. I started listening a few months ago. I was doing some catching up and noticed that none of you mentioned the new Blue Beetle comics during your Under the Radar episode. What you alls be racist, Mang? Uh, keep up the good work. I'll remember to leave a high mark on iTunes. Yes, we are racist. I, I don't... <laughs> I don't think I could be racist against that particular. Yeah, it's Mr. My race. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I've heard good stuff about it. I've I, actually started picking up the last few issues of really? it. I, I I wasn't really I, interested. I really liked the character in uh, Brave and the Bold, and it's and that, that's what kind of turned me on to reading the regular. It's it's that okay. And his hero click figure, second <sighs> click is badass. I'm just I for okay. eight points, so good. I'm sorry. Nerd. Okay, yeah, shut that, that up. Went too far, didn't I? Um, it's not. It's I. I don't know if I'll continue to read it, just only because it's not. Just sort of like not Does it for speak me. To you? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's like a teenage kind of. It, it, I think if you're like a fan of maybe, uh, like a Runaways or even Invincible. I mean, it's sort of like just sort of a a, a funny, lighthearted action superhero book. Young superhero kind of coming to grips with his powers. Yeah, exactly. Kind of okay. Which when I was you know. 16 it you know that was great stuff but uh, now it's like eh, whatever I, I, i'm still a little upset about uh ted ted being killed so yeah but and i know mike norton's a hu- who's a huge blue beetle fan mm-hmm. still uh, enjoys that book so does, does he like the new series yeah yeah hey yeah. okay, well, so, i actually got this uh he's insane uh, but I, I got this email from martin gray uh, it says, hi, I've just found the <clears> show, <throat> episode 107 being the first I've heard. Wow, that was uh, a heck of a show to come in on. Sorry, yeah, go back, listen, there's yeah, some better ones. Yeah, that, that, one. was, uh, that, w- that was kind of a uh, off, the, off the rails episode for us, but, uh, but stick in there. Um, <laughs> he says, is there a trade of the rest? No, just go back and listen, uh, please. <laughs> Uh, I was. It was lovely to listen to on my iPod. Then it ended, and it was back to uh, uh, Snoopy the musical. So hurry up and record a new edition. So here we are recording new edition. <laughs> right, here you go. Uh, but do you really like anything by Greg Rucka? Even Wonder Woman, with its two-page sequences of our heroine walking through a building, or Checkmate, with its uh, interminably tedious spy talk. I like Mr. He loves Ruck. that stuff more than anything. I, I love Checkmate. Uh, <clears throat> he says, I, lo- I, I like Mr. Ruck as Superman, though, and uh, <laughs> the, I like Mr. Ruck as Superman, though, and Gotham Central, and he's kind of cute. Alrighty then. Uh, oh, if you all if happen to be ball, r- ripping the piss out of Marvel Avengers, uh, Marvel's Avengers 31, please represent my scorn. Where, where, <laughs> where I with you? This is how I would laugh at the incredible plot twist of Mr. Brian Michael Bendis. Ha 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 ha! That's how he laughs. Uh, and, and this is this is uh, uh, Martin from uh, Edinburgh. So well, Martin, uh, I can attest that Chris has not seen a Greg Rucka book that he doesn't like. Um, uh, That's true. It, I don't think there has been one out. Even uh, there hasn't been anything. Pretty much anything Greg Rucka has put in, on paper, whether it's comics, novels. Uh, he blew his nose in a hanky once, and I think Chris I kept it. I in glass. In a yeah, there's, Man Crush does not accurately describe the love that Chris has for Greg and his work. 
So He's a beautiful man. <laughs> there you go. Um, as far as uh, New Avengers 31, our policy on the show generally is to only talk about stuff that we like. We don't usually rip on books. Uh, occasionally we'll, we'll make fun of something or whatever. Um, so, you know, we're not really going to tear apart New Avengers 31. Personally, um, it's a book I've gotten tired with. and I uh, want to see where it goes. I'm not ready I, to give up on it. Of disappointment. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I you know, it's I I was a Bendis fan when he wrote Torso, and that's where I found Bendis. And then I turned, I, I was turned on to Powers, mm-hmm. and that's where I really became a huge fan of Bendis. And I'm still a fan of of Bendis's, uh, and I still love Powers with him and Oming. Um, his mainstream stuff for me has been hit or miss. And uh, more of late, it's been miss, but that's you know neither here nor there. It's, it, it, I, I don't, a I don't lot know. With is that it takes so long for his storylines to play out, and, and when they so do, hard it's to judge you know, them month it's a month. And and when they do, it's like you know, how many times am I going to get disappointed with the cliffhanger that's built up? And you know, it's Ronin, it's Hawkeye, it's you know. <laughs> Scrolls, it's you know what, Mr. Mind. Yeah, I just just tell a good story. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and give us some. Fail. But some people are huge. Fan. I know Pat loves Bendis and and uh, and that's fun. Yeah, hey, you know, and I, and I like a lot of work. That's why there's a lot of different books out there. I just don't like all of his work. Uh, okay, last email. <clears throat> okay. Oh, you want me to? Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. Uh, you want to read it? Yeah, I'll read it. Okay. This is from G Dog. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he said, "Okay, I have an idea. Have you guys ever considered making a spoof track to a movie and offering it on your website? Get a DVD of some bad comic movie, of any bad movie, really. Watch it and record yourselves MST 3Kng it." The whole uh, MS, the whole thing. Sorry, Mystery uh, Science Theater three thousand. Yeah. Uh, then offer the MP3 as a download. That was from G Dog. Um, no, we've never really thought about doing it. Uh, I used to do that when I was a kid with me and my friends. We used to do, like, and when I, I'm a huge fan of uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, I think it's hilarious and they do an amazing job. And those guys, unfortunately, they don't do it anymore, but funnier than hell. But um, I'm not witty enough to do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it would be kind of interesting to some people for Shut up, Mark. for Tom. <laughs> you know, I'm sure Tom could say some interesting things, and Scotty and I might come up with it. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know that we'll be doing that anytime soon. First off, we don't really get together and watch movies all that much. Friday so. night, we come to the shop, <clears throat> and and that's that's our time yeah. together. So yeah, I don't. Uh, but uh, you never know. Yeah, I think um, I think the uh, the the CGS guys did that once. Yeah, they did or it twice with uh, yeah, Catwoman. Yeah, I think they have done that. So maybe go check out you know what they've done with it. I I just I don't I don't think we'll we'll be doing. I, it. But I, thanks for the suggestion. Uh, Keep uh, them coming, and you never yeah. know we might for, for uh, our show. I I would think that what would work better for us is is a movie that we all enjoy because I think that we like to give you know. Although it could give us an opportunity to really just rip on something. I'd rather I'd rather look at a, at a well, movie I'd, that we all if, enjoy. If and like talk about it. if there you know all of you people out there listening, if you really want to hear that, then email us and let us know, and then we'll do it. Otherwise, no. <laughs> Forget it. All right, uh, last one. Hey, Chris, Tom, and Sal. Yes, you guys are bastards. I know. All kidding aside, the show's been great. I absolutely love the Comics Under the Radar episode, as well as the Cecil Castellucci and Jamie McKelvey interviews. I loved the Cecil Castellucci interview. Yeah. The, the I wasn't there, and I loved listening you know to that where, that's that. You know where Cecil interview. is not her real name? It's not? No. I, bu- I believe it's 
Deanna, but I'm not for sure. Why would you change her name to Cecil? Because she's, she's a an huge author. fan, oh. huge fan of Cecil B. DeMille. <laughs> okay. And that's why that's it came from grade school. I read interesting, that in another interesting. interview. Interesting. All right. Uh, Way so, to outer. Um, uh, okay, <clears> this this. This is from Pat Wyckoff, by the way. Oh, well, you uh, says, uh, episode 107 was hilarious, though I really wish I was there to re- uh, rebut some of the top-of-the-stack discussion. Have you guys ever thought of revisiting old topics? I think it would be a cool idea for you guys to look at Marvel, DC, Indie, and Manga's current state as of this year. It's an old series. Uh, it was a month-old well, we did that we like did. we did that last year yeah. at the end of the year, didn't we? It was we? like episode... like. Six through ten. Well, we'll probably do it again this year at the end of the year. Yeah, maybe. Um, The discussion about death in comics and marketing were great too. A lot of stuff has uh, happened since the first time you tackled those topics. Yes. And I think there's a lot that can be said about them in the time that's passed. By the way, the show feels naked without Harry Carey. I feel naked without Harry Carey. Hello, everybody. I can't do it. Don't Uh, don't sully. So Harry Carey's good name, John, John's, John's good memory. Yeah, I think you know. I we will definitely go back because we're running out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we're we're tapped. No, I we're going to go back and and cover some of those topics that change from year to year. I think uh, marketing and comics will be a fun one. Sure, uh, death and comics, another one. The first one that we death. did that is not available for download anymore was digital distribution versus Dude. the on or versus the local comic shop. It's not available anymore. No. No. What episode was that? Uh, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, it was awful. And I'm glad it's not available anymore. <laughs> okay. All right, so that's uh, that's some listener email. Thanks, Thank everyone. You. We really enjoy it. Uh, here's a couple other ways that you can interact with the show. Uh, you can go to www.aroundcomics.com, or you can download and print out an LCS Challenge Flyer. Ask your comic shop manager or owner if they'll display it in the store. If they do, send us an email, and we'll mention you and the store on the show, as well as post it on our site. Become a friend of the program today. You can also become one of our Frapper Mappers. Sal, do we have some new Frappers out we there? We do. Eric White from Omaha, Nebraska. He said, hey guys, I've been listening for a few months, and I'm loving the show. Way to go. Well, thank you, Eric. We have Chris from Roanoke, Virginia. Totally digging around comics. Keep up the great work, guys. We'll try. It's when we hit great, then we'll continue. <laughs> we got we got a three out of five <laughs> review on uh, on iTunes this week. I was like, that's yeah, probably about accurate. <laughs> <laughs> three out of five is good. Uh, we got Damian Fulmer. Uh, from Parma, Ohio. He said, love the show, guys. Keep laughs and information coming. We'll try. Chad, uh, Aratek, Syat, <laughs> from Bellingham, Washington. You are all my heroes. I always butcher <laughs> his name. It's uh, You're uh, still his hero, even though you butcher his fake name. That's Ar- not his Aratek. real name. Aratek? Aratek? I don't know. John O'Fallon from Missouri. Oh, no, no, no I'm sorry. John, John from O'Fallon, Missouri. Uh, thanks for the great show. You know, that's right across the river from O'Fallon, Illinois. Oh, wonderful. O'Fallon, Missouri is also the home of the River City Rascals minor league baseball team. And people wonder why shows just keep going and going. <laughs> you could uh, take me up on my personal favorite, which is the iTunes Music Store review. <laughs> Special Bottle thanks City. this week to Clark147, Professor Mullins, Bottle City, and Josh Ship or Shippy? It's Ship. He came on the forum and said it's Ship. Ship, like his screen name is Shipwreck, mm-hmm. but it's S H. S C H I P P E ship, e. not shippy. It's not. We're not in old English. Like, you know, <laughs> shut up. 
Uh, check out all the great things that AroundComics.com has to offer. It's your source for the best in comic book news, reviews, and opinions. We post next week's topic on Tuesdays at our forum at AroundComics.com. Remember, you can also vid- visit us at ComicSpace and uh, MySpace.com slash AroundComics. We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. Find more great podcasts at ComicsPodcasts.com. This episode is sponsored by Borders. To help mice thrive in a world filled with harsh conditions and predatory attacks, the Mouse Guard was formed. In this first volume, Saxon, Kenzie, and Liam are dispatched to find a missing merchant mouse that never arrived at his destination. In doing so, they stumble onto much more than they had bargained for. Get your copy of David Peterson's breakthrough series, Mouse Guard, at your local Borders. Borders is your home for the newest graphic novels, manga, and more. Find a store near you at borderstores.com. Don't forget to be a hero with our Be a Hero contest. All you have to do is make a donation at heroinitiative.org and help veteran creators in need. Then send us an email at hero at aroundcomics.com letting us know that you did it. Everyone that makes a donation is entered into a drawing that will take place at the end of June. The contest is being sponsored by InStockTrades.com, and they're including $100 in gift certificates good for anything at InStockTrades.com. In addition to a $50 gift certificate, the first place winner will receive a prize pack, including a -a one-of-a-kind hardcover edition of Jeffrey Brown's I'm Going to Be Small, an autographed Scotty Young sketchbook, a Mike Norton Fallen Sun edition Captain America sketch, and more. Second prize will receive a $50 gift certificate to InStockTrades.com. So donate at HeroInitiative.org, then email us at Hero at AroundComics.com. All entries need to be in by June 30th. Thank everyone for joining us today. Sal. What? Scotty Young. <laughs> he kind of, yeah, he did join Pat Loika. J- even Josh Milton joined us, sort of. Thank uh, Mark for uh, joining hosting? Uh, for hosting us. He joined us. As always, uh, Ted Apoc from the forum. Just showed up a little while ago. Absolutely. Uh, every, everyone have a fantastic week. Yes. We'll be back again on uh, Thursday, Thursday with our talk about Frank Miller. Spotlight. All sorts of fun stuff there. Mm-hmm. In the meantime. In between time. We'll be everywhere in and around comics. like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the contact us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same. Bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved.